Hello and welcome to Writing with Friends, your weekly chat about the best writing tips and tools for your current and future creative projects. I'm BJ Williams, a writer and scientist in Washington, D.C. And I'm Hilary Barnes-Martinez, a writer and educator in San Diego, California. Today on Season 3, Episode 9, we'll be talking about writing routines. For many of us, the hardest part of writing is actually sitting down to write. So how can we ease the path into a fruitful and satisfying writing session? Routines can help. Let's get into it. Okay, Hillary, tell us a bit about writing routines. BJ, can you believe that in three seasons of Writing with Friends, we've never done an episode about writing routines? But when we recently received an email from a listener about the topic, I went back and double-checked. We've got episodes about using focus timers during writing sessions, listening to music while writing, and developing a 15-minute writing practice. But we've never actually tackled the subject of routines. Wow, can that be true? What a wake-up call. Okay, before we jump into it, let's hear that listener letter. Sure. Long-time listener, first-time writing. I loved your episode about voice memos. In November, I'm doing NaNoWriMo for the first time and trying to write a full-length novel. As I outline and prepare, I find myself thinking about a lot of ideas while I'm biking around my city. Using a combination of Siri and voice memos has helped me capture ideas without crashing my bike. To stay on target with NaNoWriMo, I'll need to write around 1,600 words a day, which is exciting but daunting. How do you get in the mood to sit down and write? Do you have any favorite writing routines? Do you light a candle, put on lucky socks, or mark the time in some other way? And what do you think about writing at home versus in coffee shops? Any general advice for somebody embarking on their first large page count writing adventure? Thanks. Creative in California. Good luck with NaNoWriMo Creative in California. We hope it went well for you. And apologies for the delay in our reply. In episode 10, we'll get more into our advice for new writers, specifically by giving you a little NaNoWriMo pep talk. But for now, let's just focus on the topic of routines. Will you get us started, Hillary? How do you get in the mood for writing? PJ, I feel like the idea of a writing session can sound really romantic and cozy, but the actual process of writing can feel pretty harrowing. So I try to channel that cozy feeling and really lean into it. I set up a workspace at my desk that's clean and colorful. I often light a candle or two before I start writing. It's a small act, but it makes the writing feel more special. And I also think it signals to my brain that we're really about to dig in and work hard. Like a Pavlovian response. Exactly. And this time of year, I try to spoil myself by purchasing fall-scented candles like Harvest Apple or Pumpkin Spice, but nothing too cloying. And is there a beverage involved here? Absolutely. Usually coffee or tea because I'm often writing fairly early in the morning. But if I'm done caffeinating for the day, I'll at least bring a glass of water to my desk. Got it. And is that it? Is that the whole routine? Okay, not quite. So let's see, I bring up my beverage, I light my candle, and then it gets a whole lot less romantic and more real. I open my master spreadsheet for my novel and check what scene I'm on, looking at any notes I've made regarding what revisions are necessary and what remaining questions and challenges I had the last time I was working on that part of the book. Sometimes I'll have additional papers to consult as well. Lately, I've been using Lisa Crone's scene matrix technique, which she outlines in the book Wired for Story. Ooh, we'll stay tuned for an episode on scene matrices then. Definitely. Finally, I open Scrivener, put on my headphones, turn 
on my Spotify writing playlist and get going. Usually I'll work for an hour to an hour and a half at a time, then go outside for a break and get some fresh air before I continue for another hour or so. Got it. And do you have any particular way you end your writing sessions? BJ, I wish I could say I did something beautiful and empowering, like thanking the muse or speaking aloud affirmations to my inner creative voice. But I actually usually end up looking at a spreadsheet. Ah, of course. You and your spreadsheets. As usual. But it's really a great way to close the loop, so I don't have any writing logistics rattling around in my head. So I pull up my spreadsheet, I add any notes I have for future revisions, enter the word count of the scene, and take a look at what I'll be working on during my next writing session so I can mull it over in the interim. Gotcha. Not the most exciting, but very practical. Yep. Oh, and I blow out my candles so that my desk isn't a fire hazard. Oh, good. Okay, VJ. now I'd like to turn the tables and ask you about your writing routine. What does a typical writing session look like for you? And where do you land on the whole writing at home versus in coffee shops question? I prefer to write at home, on the couch, or in bed, and usually in the evenings or at night. The key is to have my noise-canceling headphones for silence or have a good playlist. I try to use multiple small goals of word count or length of time to keep me moving through a session for at least an hour. And lastly, my routine always requires a good beverage, which is usually flavored seltzer water. I don't have a consistent routine like every week, but I do try to make the most of each session. Great. You know, even though we've been writing buddies for years now, I actually didn't know that you aren't at your desk for your writing sessions. I feel so enlightened. Good. See, Hillary, I'm still a mysterious and interesting person after all this time. Let's wrap up this podcast with our craft topic takeaways. Takeaway number one, lean into a cozy vibe by keeping your desk space clean and colorful and maybe even lighting a candle if you're into that. Takeaway number two. Even though spreadsheets aren't thrilling, they can ground your writing session and keep your notes and ideas organized. Consider consulting and adding to a spreadsheet at the beginning and end of your writing sessions. Takeaway number three, work wherever you feel most comfortable. Your writing sessions don't need to be at a desk, and they also don't need to be every day if your schedule doesn't allow for that. Just make the most of the time and space you have and set small, achievable goals for your sessions. If you have your own writing routine tips, we'd love to hear them. Let us know by writing to us at writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. That's all for this week. Let's sign off with our current read. What is your pick of the week, BJ? The Forgetting Moon by Brian Lee Durfee. And mine is I Love School by Philemon Sturgis. Okay, so this is actually another kid's book, but my toddler loves it, and I love that it encourages a love of education. Oh, good. How wholesome. Email us your pick of the week at writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And follow us on all of your favorite podcast platforms to hear more writing tips and tools. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. As writers, we all know a little insight and encouragement can go a long way. And don't forget to rate and review Writing With Friends. Your reviews really help listeners find the podcast. Thanks to Music Town for our theme music. See you next week.